Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic Grimaldi here with Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and bring it to the streets. This is season six. Now, this will be this. This is probably the second or third or fourth show in season six, depending on how Al spaces this out or something. But I do have to do an opening. <laughs> so I'm doing I'm kind of doing the body of this before I do my opening. But I'm excited to have Pastor Michael Teddy with me. So anytime I can have Michael in, I I get him in. You know, he's in India. And so sometimes it's not easy to connect. Sometimes it's Internet problems and we know Ashuk just got married, and, and we're thanking God for that. But he's not joining us today. He's dealing with some now family issues since he's married. He'll he'll have some things he has to deal with. But we do want to pray. His wife is a little under the weather, so we want to uh, keep Ashuk and his lovely bride in in prayer. Again, this is Street Talk Theology, season six, and we're we're in the middle of season six, or just starting the season six. But um, I want to just bring you up to speed. This is the first time you're listening to Street Talk Theology. My co-host is, is, is in India. His name is Pastor Michael Teddy. I'll have him introduce himself to you. And then we'll talk about a topic that was brought to my attention from Pastor Michael. But let me just give you, Michael, as you know, I am the pastor here, the teaching elder in Desert Sky Baptist Church here in Casa Grande, Arizona, and Pastor Michael will tell you exactly where he serves. We don't know if you'll be able to make his Sunday service. It's a little far, but anyway, uh, I see the smile on his face. Pastor Michael, good to see you, brother. Oh, it's good to be here. Um, <clears throat> so for those all of you listening, uh, it's just a flight away. Forget the hours. You can get in the flight, you can fall asleep, and then once <laughs> you're here, we'll take care of you. So uh, my name is Michael. I pastor a church. Uh, called Redemption Hill Church, uh, south uh, in the southern tip of India, and uh, in a city called Trivandrum. Yeah, we're a Reformed church. We um, we love Jesus, and we've got a bunch of people who love Jesus. We're growing steadily, and uh, we are max packed in my father's home where we meet. And now we're looking at what to do. So we'll have to move into a hall soon, um, but. We love Jesus and we just love what he's doing in our midst. And it's a joy to do these podcasts and just talk about Jesus. Street talk theology is a lot of fun. You know, we have room here. You can take a, you can take the whole church over here. We got some room over <laughs> here now. We yeah. <laughs> uh, do want to shout out to your wife and your uh your 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 child and your child on the way, right? Are you excited yeah. about that, right? Yes. yes. So street talkers are always um, excited about that. You'll keep us posted on that. Baby yeah. Ethan's doing good. Wife is doing good. Pregnancy doing we're, good. Yeah, we're all doing well. We are, um, baby number two is due end of this month. Oh, so. well, we better get him for two shows now. Who knows when I'll get to see him. <laughs> you know, I might come up with a topic, uh, Pastor Michael, my we. We don't rehearse any of this. So if we, uh, but 
when I first came on, I says, you know, uh, we had went through the book of James a little bit. I don't think we finished. We the book of James. We'll eventually, hopefully, get back there when we get hooked up with Ashuk. I think we we're in the fifth chapter. And I was thinking about. It. I got some stuff on my desk. I had taken a parable class in seminary under Dr. Harry Haney, who learned under uh, D. A. Carson, and I'm trying to think of Douglas Moo. But anyway, I, and I was talking to Michael about that. But then Pastor Michael told me that there's a cultural issue happening in India that's infiltrating the churches. And when he mentioned, I'm going to have him kind of introduce it. When he mentioned it, it was kind of perplexing to me. But in India is a, a very, Michael, correct me if I'm wrong. It's, it's a huge patriarchal society. Am I right, Pastor Michael? Yes. And so now there's been some cultural pushback on that. And it was very interesting to find out where this pushback is coming from. So I'm going to give the uh, microphone to Pastor Michael, and he's going to explain what's going on. And as he's speaking, I'll try to come up with some, you know, uh, some questions and some concerns. And my main concern, he already kind of answered it, was, is this actually infiltrating the church in India? And then my challenging question to Pastor Michael can this also infiltrate the churches in America? Or is it already infiltrating the churches in America? So that's a good question. Pastor Michael, yeah. what's on your mind? What's 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 a cultural issue that is happening right now in India and could yeah. very well also be happening in America or maybe has already happened in America? So I'll give you the mic. Yeah. Let's see what's mm -hmm. on your mind. So the cultural setting in India is always, um, you know, maybe um, 10, 20 years or even more behind America. So it's always what happens there first and what follows here. So a lot of cultural influences come from the West. So many of the things that we're facing today, the West has already gone through or already um, is already struggling with and is far deeper in a struggle with it. Um, one thing we would remember is the Indian population is so huge, right? Um, India, in next to China, India is the largest population in the world. So that's a lot of people in one country. Um, and I think we have about 1,400 million people. That's a lot of people. And uh, for many years, for many centuries, you know, India, well, across the world, in fact, you know, uh, patriarchal cultures have been just the way things were, right? So men uh, are the head of their homes. Uh, men naturally become the head of the state. Men are mostly the head of uh, government offices and uh, political parties and all of those kind of things. Um, but with this large population, India also has a very diverse culture. So you can go from one end of India to the other end of India and it looks so different culturally and how it's placed and how it's poised and positioned and all of that. But by and far, India is a patriarchal culture. And um, well, the egalitarianism of the West has definitely reached India and definitely had a lot of influence in India. And that's always been a rising topic in India. And especially with the educated side of things. I was listening to a podcast i think recently of doug wilson who was talking about uh, i don't know if it's a podcast or it was a q a where doug wilson was saying 
you will always see liberal tendencies start not with the farmers but with the educated uh, you will always see those kind of tendency come in the educated and india has a population where there are a lot of educated people i you know the southern state of kerala where i am it has the highest literacy rate in all of india and so you see a lot of western ideas getting influenced here and so there's definitely a large push against this kind of patriarchal culture and things like that and recently hollywood released a movie called barbie and barbie has been uh, i think one of the, one of the top selling or if not the top selling movies of the year it's the you know the box office winner of for the year and it's just so i, I i've only um, seen the synopsis i've not watched the movie to be honest but i've gotten hundreds of reviews from people who watched it um and i've just been you know it's it's like a a, a violent opposition against patriarchal cultures and it and it also also depicts uh an evil form of patriarchy an extreme form of patriarchy um and it's it's just a fight and that's just one example of all the sort of things that's happening here now this has definitely infiltrated the churches here so a lot of churches are very egalitarian so we're seeing a rise in number of women moving into leadership positions like women pastors in churches we're seeing uh, in fact in some churches we're seeing homosexuals or transgenders who are being made pastors of churches um and it's it's just and and it it's just a hatred towards masculinity um and and it's it's just prevalent everywhere it's a growing thing here yeah so that's especially here in, in america they didn't need that movie because that's been infiltrating the churches like you said so kind of is now seeping in but i i do i i and i want to say this and i want people to hear this and i know you agree when michael speaks about this uh patriarchal system especially in the church let's just say the bible is clear that men and women are created equal but there's different roles nobody's saying that 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 women are less so th- and i think true women of god want to be governed and taught by true men of god you know in the household that doesn't mean women cannot teach women and again the bible is clear that the 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 teaching elder the pastor should be a man that does not take away from the giftings that women can bring to the church that women can bring in other areas of life but i think this is a work of the enemy because it's just i believe pastor michael and you can chime on this because all it is doing is going again it's kind of did god really say right it's kind of convoluting what god has said because god never demeans women in fact uh, pastor michael jesus gave gave high praise to women in the bible so uh, and again uh, i'm, I'm going to pass it back to you am i correct in those assumptions yes you are see in fact even in the fall um the curse that falls upon eve has this curse where the lord says that her desire will be for her husband but he shall rule over her which is a language what is actually trying to say there is that 
her desires will be to is is in a sense opposed to her husband because she wants to be uh, the rule she wants to be the head and yet he shall rule over her um there's a sense in which god's structured society a certain way and you're absolutely right women are created equal uh, but the role and function for which they were created is entirely different i mean you know it's easy to see that in fact i tell a lot of people in my church i tell them inequality is not a sin and often times they are you know they look at me they give me a strange look when i say that but i tell them well that's pretty obvious isn't it because when god created eve he created her biologically different from a man and biologically they were never made equal even before the fall so in that sense they were unequal because they were not the same they were different and yet they were equal in worth and that design god called very good it was a perfect design and so it's not the idea that a woman can do everything a man can do a man can do everything a woman can do that's not the nature of the equality we're talking about in fact so i was you know like a lot of guys in my church um uh, you know are um, very masculine and they want to be strong men of god and so uh, there's a lot of testosterone uh floating about and i and i and i kind and i kind of have to hush them down and i and i tell them this i tell them do you know something you are not the facilitators of the patriarchy i tell them do you know that your wives are the facilitators of the patriarchy because at the end of the day if your wife looks at you and says i won't submit to you what are you going to do <laughs> you can't force her to submit to you you can't um you know you can't blackmail her to submit to you because all of that is evil if a woman refuses to submit to you the patriarchy falls it it just doesn't work um if the woman refuses to have children it just doesn't work and in so when you look at it women are the facilitators of the patriarchy because in their submission what they are doing is they are building the world that god intended to make they are following the design that god intended to have in culture and that makes women like what i'd like to say women cradle culture they they carry generations women make kingdoms kingdoms come out of the womb of women so if anything if you ask me women have a significant role of such great importance in this world that god has created so when when we see it that way and we tell them no you cannot be elders of the church that is such a small thing as compared to such a great call they have in creating the world before our eyes it's a beautiful thing a man can only stand in awe like i am standing in awe this month and watch as god works the miracle of a new baby coming through my wife and that's between him and her and i'm just standing there and gazing upon the miracle and she's the facilitator of that miracle it's such a glorious thing that she is doing which i'm not called to do i can't do even if i wanted to if all of us men stood up and said look we believe in equality we want to have babies too we want to give birth to babies too we just can't there's nothing we can do about it 
And if you go back to where I think was a, is a statement about where I think it was in, uh, I'm not sure. I think it's in First Timothy 2.15. I'm just trying to look at where it says that through the childbearing that women will be saved. I mean, it's looking, it's pointing back to Christ coming through the birth channels of a woman where salvation came to the world. I mean, this is an important fact of what you're saying, is that something, I mean, that God designed to do, to use the virgin birth of Mary for the the, the Christ child, God of very God, to come through the birth channels of a woman to, to, to actually, I think goes back to Genesis 3, like what you were saying, to actually crush the head of Satan from the seed of the woman. Yes. And the interesting thing is, like, this is why Christians who agree with abortion have things upside down. Exactly. Amen. Because <laughs> can, can you imagine Mary, the mother of Jesus, a teenage girl, pregnant, but she's a virgin, if she said, my body, my choice. Yeah. We oh. we won't have salvation if Mary was pro-choice. Because she falls under that very category which would justify her to get an abortion. So the pro-choice movement cannot bring Christ into the world. It just cannot happen. And so the point is that women play such an important role that yes, Women, that's why the Bible says women are saved through childbearing, which is to show just the glory of what childbearing represents. Imagine this, that God saved the God saved the world through childbearing because Jesus came through childbearing. And like, that, go ahead, Michael. Yeah, go on. No, 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 go on, go on. no, no, I was just saying that, that I, you know, that text is a, I mean, it, it gives so much honor and glory to women fitting their role. That's their role. And I, I mean, that's, say, listen, Pastor Michael, you're a sound theologian, but I'm sorry, brother. You can't have that. You you can't have that child that your, your wife is having right now. You have a part in it, yes, but you can't give birth to that child. Yeah, and that's the whole point. So the reason why men hold the doors open for women to walk through the reason why we say ladies first, the reason why we don't want to send women into the armed forces and fight the battles for us, the reason we don't want women to get into the eldership role is not because we want to diminish their importance, but because we want to value them. We don't want our women to go into the battlefield and lose their lives because they're too precious. We'd, we'd rather have the men go and lose their lives because the women and the children are too precious. We don't send them out into the battle to lose them. So the whole point of the patriarchal culture is the fact that we care deeply for the women. Now, the point is, there is such a thing as a toxic patriarchal culture. There is such a thing as you can take something that is good and abuse it to the point that it is evil. So you can have an evil patriarchy or a righteous patriarchy. And the biblical patriarchy is the righteous patriarchy. 
not one that suppresses diminishes destroys women but one that nurtures facilitates empowers and treasures women yeah I, and i i think you know what the problem is and when you talk these things through they make so much sense but when there's so much pride involved when there's so much i mean nobody's nobody's talking about equality it's about roles nobody's saying a man is better or, but i really believe it's a sin against the holy god when god has set up a structure in this world and if people would follow that structure there will be women and men flourishing in a society that god has deemed proper because he's god and there is no other amen absolutely and so that's the pursuit of the christian whether you're a man or a woman your pursuit is christ and to glorify christ you glorify him by obeying him by looking at his scripture and seeing what brings him most honor and you go to ephesians 5 and you see the role of the husband and the role of the wife and you see that the wife's submission is the act of glorifying christ and the man's love and care for the wife is the way he glorifies christ and so the reason that paul expressly shows that if anyone loves jesus if any christian woman loves jesus she submits because she wants him to be glorified that's the purpose when i look at my own wife i'll just uh talk about rachel for a second when i see my wife at home she loves doing the things that she's been called to do i mean she i mean i, I want to be careful here i mean she loves being in the kitchen she loves that you know she loves uh cooking for her husband and cooking for the church or you know having group over and you know she she flourishes in those roles and then you know like if and i'm not saying sometimes you know you got to step out of your comfort zone we we all know that you know i'm we're not saying that but you can actually see in 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 my own wife when she's doing the things that god has ordained her to do the the role fits her you know what i'm saying michael you 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 love what you do because you've been called to do that does that make sense yes it does and i think the problem with the culture today is that bad company spoils good morals you have young women who have a lot of friends around them who are telling them how absurd and horrible it is to be in the kitchen and so you have enough number of people saying that enough number of times that it becomes something that you believe and the point is that christian women need to understand that's not how it works it's a joyful thing to be able to be the ruler of the kitchen or in fact <laughs> to be in charge like of the household yeah you know? so you you are being given a position of great power and authority that the woman of proverbs 31 takes care of the household the household is your domain you care for it you you handle it uh, and so it's a it's a beautiful thing to do and you nobody says that enough number of times listen we're out of time so uh i'm going to get you back uh one more time uh so we can 
do one more show and we'll figure out what to talk about. Maybe you still wanted to get back into that Barbie issue. We just left that um, way back in the segment, but that's the way we do it because this is street talk theology where we take theology and bring it to the streets. Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail, if you want to get in touch and on the next uh, show, I'll make sure we get Pastor Michael Teddy's email. Again, Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and we bring it to the streets. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org. Thank you.